What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Sauce Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Hobson Fairman, and it is Friday. We are here. I have another amazing interview for you guys. But before we get started, if you're listening, the secret sauce is officially live. Guys, this is the exact formula that we use for our clients to be able to create a balanced content strategy for them. Not only does it save us so much time, but it actually makes our social media platforms work better for us. It is literally, I truly could not function without this formula. And we put this guide together because we have so many small business owners or influencers or social media managers that are wanting help with, you know, growing their audiences and growing their accounts. And this is such a good way to one, like learn more about your business, why you're doing this or why you're doing this for another business, whatever it may be. And two, it is such a good price point. Like it's $88. It's a no brainer. And it is so, so helpful. And the best part too, is that you can keep printing it out every time you need a little refresher and redo it all over again. Um, it's, so good. So again, it's $88. It's now live on our website, saucecreativeagency.com. It's going to be available until October 31st. So make sure you guys are getting in on that. Um, anywho, my interview today was so fun. So I got to interview Jacqueline from Shop Jace. I actually found Shop Jace because I love Rachel Kirkconnell. I think she's so cute. Everything she does, I'm just like, she's just an angel. And Rachel Kirkconnell had posted this photo on her story of her riding a bike in the cutest dress ever. It's like this cute like sweater material, has daisies all over it. It's this midi, like, oh, it's just so cute. And I needed it. So, of course, I bought it. And without even knowing, um, I'm literally like 40 minutes away from the shop. Um, I got my package and I noticed it said Orem, Utah on it. And I'm like, what? This is insane. I had no idea. And so, of course, we had to reach out. I wanted to know everything about Jacqueline and her business, how this even got started. And I'm so glad I did. Not only is she a boss ass bitch when it comes to her business she's so wise and i like i truly enjoyed this conversation i mean this is why like it's episodes like this where i love having this podcast i mean every episode that we do i'm like this is so fun i love it but it like i would have never met her right and we get to have these awesome conversations and i left just so inspired so I don't know if anyone's thinking of starting do, of doing a podcast like th this is your sign because this conversation was so fun and had I not had this platform I would have never met Jacqueline and I never would have gotten to see how rad she is or maybe I would have I would have met her I mean she's this awesome influencer too but like yeah anyway the internet's cool guys um but yeah so we talk all about shop jace we also talk about how she got into the influencer world and how she's grown her tiktok account her instagram account and this is her full-time gig like she is killer she's a single mom she's amazing so you guys without further ado jacqueline from shop jace <laughs> Hey, 
Okay, well, guys, I'm here with Jacqueline from Shop Chase. Yes. I'm so excited. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, there's so much I want to talk to you about. But first, I want to, so I kind of want to jump into how I found Shop Chase. Okay. Because I was, I mean, I was taken back. So <laughs> I'm obsessed with the cutie Rachel Kirkconnell from The Bachelor. Icon. Icon. Everything she does, everything she wears, I'm like, she's so cute. So cute. Yes. And she posted this photo. She's riding a bike. Yeah. And she's got the, the bike. cutest dress on. It's this midi, like, kind of sweater material dress. It's, like, tan, these cute flowers on it. I'm like, I've never seen anything like it. It is so cute. I need to have it. And she's tagged shop jace so of course i was influenced and i bought it (laughs) and yes and my package arrived and it said that it's from orem utah i'm like what out of all places in the united states yes literally i'm like okay 40 minutes away from me this is crazy so then of course i did some digging and i found you you are so cute your daughter's so cute like everything (laughs) you guys do is amazing and so I'm so glad that you're here. And clearly, I mean, you're doing something right. I mean, I want to talk all about your influencer marketing strategy, but that's a little background on how I found you. Um, (laughs) I do want to talk first, though. You before you started Shop Chase, you were an influencer. Yeah, you are an influencer still. Yes. So how did that come to be? Like, how did you I mean, it's in this world, it's so hard to grow a following and have that. So like, I'd love to hear kind of how you got to where you're at. Yeah. So. I feel like I became an influencer when it wasn't, not to say that it wasn't hard. I think it, anything you do, if you want to be successful, it takes dedication and consistency. Mm-hmm. And so, um, about, let's see, five years ago, I became pregnant. My boyfriend at the time decided to leave me. He couldn't <gasps> do it. No. Yeah. He was just, he just couldn't do it. And he had a lot of inner struggles. And so... It was really hard at the time. Yeah. Um, And I lost my job because I think I called in sick two days in a row. And that was apparently a big no-no. Oh, no. And you're pregnant. And I'm pregnant. And no one knew at that time. I didn't tell them. I didn't feel comfortable telling them. I had no idea what I was going to do. Um, because then I'm like, oh, now I'm probably going to be a single mom or am I going to just give this baby up for adoption? I knew I was going to have the baby, um, but I didn't know if I was the best option because at that time I felt so low. I'm like, this person that I, I guess I'm not even worthy of being with. And now that you're going to have a child with me and I, you still don't want to be with me. Um, and so that kind of got in my head. I was like, I don't think I'm worthy to be a mom. I don't think I'm the right choice. I'm obviously a screw up. Um, but then I had so much growth in that time of my pregnancy. Cause I obviously had all the time in the world. My parents yeah. were amazing and took me in and I lived in their house, um, and just did a lot of inner work on myself and a amazing. lot of forgiveness towards him because it was just eating me up inside. I couldn't do anything. I didn't go out. I didn't, I just stayed in my room all day and tried to better myself, was reading a ton of things like self-help books and, um, you know, did a lot of praying, trying to figure out what the right decision was. Cause this was like a huge, this was my first like grown up monumental life-changing decision. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I decided, I, after praying, 
I got this impression that she was mine and she was my grace. Mm. And so I, I knew it was a girl before it was a girl. And I, was, really? I knew I was going to name her Grace. And so fast forward after my pregnancy, um, I'm still not working. I'm just, you know, being a mom. And then me and my mom had to sit down because at that time they were paying for diapers, mm. and, you know, her outfits and a baby is not cheap. No. Um, and so we were just kind of coming up with a plan. And so my mom sat me down and was like, are you going to go to work and I'm going to watch Grace? Or what? how can we make this work? How can we help you? And at that time, I it was, blogging was huge. Yeah. You know, yeah, like you said that, five years ago. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing, like blog, having mm-hmm. a blog. And I told her, I'm going to start blogging. And she was like, but can you make money from that? You're like, Watch and I me. was like, well, some people do, <laughs> you yeah. know, and so why can't I? Yes. So um, that's when I really and I really I didn't focus on a blog. I my main focus was Instagram because I that's where I saw things thriving. Mm-hmm. And so I started to get like 2000 followers, then 4000. I'm like, OK, well, I'm going to just keep doing this. Yeah. And just consistently posting. And I started to make such good money from it. My engagement was incredible. And I was like, OK, this is this is what I'm going to do. This is like my job. and and. You know, I was still living with my parents and just trying to save as much as I can, um, and which is exactly what I did. And then mm. fast forward, you know, four years, and then COVID hits. And oh. our world is just, like, yeah. completely turned upside down. And that's really when um, I was like, I have loved being an influencer and a content creator, but what is my next step? And yeah. so that's kind of... I've. I've loved it. And then once quarantine hit, I did also, because Instagram started to slow down for me. I noticed a little bit of a pullback. And I was, yeah, we all did. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to push through it. And then I was like, what else could I do? You know? And Mm -hmm. that's when I saw Charlie on TikTok. And I was like, she just went to, at the time, I think she went to 2 million Instagram followers. And I was like, what the heck? Okay. My new strategy is TikTok. Yes. And so I was just, then I moved from being consistent on Instagram to being consistent on TikTok. And that was like game changing. We grew like 400,000 followers in a month. Oh my gosh. And I think we're sitting at 590K right now. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah. So that's kind of the background on my influencer journey yeah but it's been crazy I think it's helped being able to adjust to different platforms and stuff like that yeah I think that's something that a lot of us struggle with like is just adapting the new way of things yeah because I think a lot of us like millennials are like what's tiktok i don't get it yeah but it's time for us to start understanding it like we can't sit and just say oh i don't get it for forever and expect to be successful yeah because it's always evolving and so i think i mean that like you're such a true like testament of like okay like let's roll with the new waves and like it's been successful for you so when so did you join tiktok like during covid or when was that um, I think I joined the, it was probably 
still 2019 like christmas time okay is when my mom was on it i'm like what the heck and she kept showing me these videos i'm like what why are you so obsessed with this app like i thought it was yeah i know (laughs) and she would just send me all these videos and so i started like just posting every once in a while and you know a few fashion videos would go like mini viral or just like 10k Mm -hmm. views i'm like oh cool yeah and but i didn't start taking it seriously until i realized okay i'm only getting so far with instagram like i'm doing all these things because I think I have a really good work ethic and I'm like, okay, I know what I need to do. And I had this, you know, formula for Instagram. I'm like, okay, post daily, engage with my followers, post daily on stories. And when I was still doing all those things, but not seeing the results, I was like, okay, what, what move do I need to make next? So then I just moved all of that strategy to TikTok, Mm. And that's when I really saw it boom because in my mind anybody can be successful on instagram i think it's easier on tiktok just because it just is with their Mm -hmm. algorithm right now and um yeah it's it's crazy as long as you're consistent i mean when i the way i i like always have these conversations with myself like a meeting with myself and i'm like Mm -hmm. okay So I was able to be super successful and make a living off Instagram. Now, how can I do that with TikTok? And I'm Mm. like, okay, same strategy. If I'm posting three videos a day and do that every day for a month, I have way more likelihood to go viral than somebody that's posting, you know, maybe once every two weeks. So two videos a month, you know, who has a greater likelihood? And then, so I just put it, it all comes down to numbers for me. It's not like, oh, this video is going to go viral. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, every day I come up with a video list. I'm like, I'm going to do this, this, this. And one of the, it's always the one you just like never think. Yeah. You don't put a lot of time into. No. And you know, and that's the hard part, but also the best part about it Mm -hmm. is that, okay, let me not get too invested. Cause I think what people do is they get too invested in their video that they spent all this time. They're like, this is going to be it. And when it doesn't go viral, they're like, Oh, well, shoot, what's the point? I'm not going to put in a bunch of effort, you know, and, you know, just to be disappointed. And then they'll get the courage to do that two weeks later. But it's like, no, just keep just keep making content and you will make it. Yes, I love I love your reference to it, like being like a numbers game. Like if you're posting three times a day for a month straight. Yeah. The, the likelihood that you have to go viral versus someone that posts like every other week. Yeah. Like it, it, it is a numbers game. And I, yeah. and I think sometimes like taking more of the logical route can help you in the long run. Cause mm-hmm. not only are you, you know, being more strategic, but also like, you're not letting yourself like, you know, down, right. Absolutely. By something that you can't even control. Like, yes, you can put a full effort into these two videos per month that you yeah. post. Yeah. But, and you're going to feel bad that they're not working. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, just put out stuff, see what works and then you can course correct. That's Mm -hmm. the best way to go. And I think that goes for business too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think having that mindset is extremely important. It is all about mindset and just so that you don't get too discouraged and you're able to move forward and just know, I mean, I was talking with my friend the other day and I was like, if you were promised, I was telling her kind of the same speech. I was like, if you were promised 15,000, followers if you did this for like two months Mm -hmm. three videos a day or two videos a day 
I was like, would you do it? You know, if that was a guarantee, yeah. she's like, absolutely, I would. And I was like, so do it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know, because she could be five days in. I mean, I, on TikTok, so I had that account that reached, you know, a good amount. And it started to slow down when I got into the creator fund because they just don't want to pay you for the views. Yeah. And so then I created another account. And this was a style account for Shop Chase because at that time it was a newer brand and yeah. I was like, I'm going to use TikTok to, you mm-hmm. know, promote it. And I was like, I same strategy. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do, uh, I think at that time I was like, I'll do two videos a day. Cause I was also doing my other videos. I'm doing Instagram and then I'm also having my shop. And so I decided to do two fashion videos a day and I saw somebody do an emoji video I don't know if you've seen that the emoji video yeah where it's like your outfit is an emoji so oh I love that yeah yes. if it's like a ladybug you you're you kind of match that but so like I could have a red top you with like black accessories you know to mm-hmm. like make that outfit an emoji um uh, or turn the emoji into like an outfit inspired by the emoji and um and I did that and I was like, oh, it got 60,000. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's great. Yeah. Let me, and another strategy I use, whatever works, go with it. Yeah. So the next day I made three emoji videos and the first yes. one went to 3.5 million. <gasps> the second one went to 2 million and the third was uh, a million. And in that, I think I, and then I made a YouTube video about it. Cause I was like, oh, I'm just going to document this and see yeah. what we can do. Cause I was like, my video is like, can I go viral in seven days? And which I, again, it was just for fun because again, it comes down to just being consistent. Uh But I mean, if you're consistent for a week, you could go viral. Like I did. So I think in a week I ended up with almost a hundred thousand followers on TikTok. I think I was 80. I don't remember. It was a few months ago, but. And this is for shop Jace. Yeah. So it was an originally a shop Jace account. But because the videos were doing really well, mm-hmm. I wanted to incorporate other pieces to match totally. the outfit. So I, it, I felt like I would just switch it to a style account under my name. And mm. then I would still obviously implement the Shop Jace pieces. But at that time, my inventory, because it was just new, yeah. I didn't have as many pieces to totally. like, you know, do a million videos on it. So I was like, I'm just going to ride this out. As, and I did the same dance. And I'm sure it gets annoying. But it just kept getting the views. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, and the followers, I'm like, I'm going to just keep doing it. I'm sure it annoys some people, but. No, you know, well, I think whatever. about like when I find a viral TikTok and I'm yeah. like into it. Yeah. Then I always go to their account and I want more of that. Yeah. Like I want more true. of what I found. And so yeah. I think that was really smart that you did that. Yeah. You provided more of it and you kept going. And I don't think it's an, like it shouldn't be annoying to them because yeah. that's why they came. Right. Well, There's always those few comments that are like, <sighs> you're so annoying why do you keep doing the same thing and it's like but then yeah that's only one of like a hundred comments yeah. you know but yeah you do feel like you're like i probably am like i would get annoyed but, but i don't that's know. like why you can unfollow yeah exactly you know i just <laughs> yeah. and i feel like tiktok trolls are like just an, a different level of troll they're like, a different they're breed mean. no they're <laughs> so mean like i feel like we i mean Instagram is a beast too, but I feel like there's a little bit more like manners. For some there, no, there are, there are way more manners. Yeah. There are no Instagram. manners on TikTok. TikTok, they're no. savage. No, they're all savage and they will let you know what's wrong with your face. What's wrong with the outfit? Ugh. Why the emoji really wasn't 
the right one for that outfit. It's like, like they're on. the biggest critiques. I mean, they went to critique school, you know? They went to critique school, <laughs> yes. They majored in critiquing people yeah, and they hating. Did. Yeah, they're perfect, though. Yeah, so. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, I mean, this is really great information. And, I, and so many people that listen to this podcast are either business owners or influencers or they're career-driven. And a lot of us are building social media platforms. Yeah. And... I feel like with how much Instagram has changed, it has felt almost hopeless for a lot of new businesses. Yeah. And I think I think you're right where go on TikTok where it's new, the algorithm is still in your favor. Yeah. And it's a more it's really fun and creative, you know? And it's it is. it's like it, you can go viral so fast. So fast. It's crazy so i i'm so inspired now i'm like hey i need to do a tiktok three times a day <laughs> yeah that's my magic number yes. three times a day yeah genius i so i do a lot of tiktok for clients but i like haven't really focused on my own that's like what's hard about my job so what we do is social media marketing for businesses yeah. and so i'm like so focused on clients that when it comes to like my instagram i'm like eh, yeah fun or like yeah. my social media platform yeah. so but i know it's so important and it's so fun like when i get into making a tiktok it's so fun it's so fun it's so all fun. consuming i love it but let's talk about shop jace okay so tell us how this came to be so obviously you, i mean you kind of mentioned this earlier the quarantine hit yeah you were looking for a next step yeah so how did this come to be how did you get your inventory how did you launch i have so many questions <laughs> so it all i for as long as i can remember i would watch project project runway yes and i was like oh maybe i'm gonna be a designer i knew i wanted to do something with clothes mm -hmm. and i just didn't know exactly what that would be i was like am i gonna open up my own store and then when my instagram instagram started doing really well i was like you know what i think i want to start my own brand but i want to do that when i hit a hundred thousand but I started to slow down around 40 to 50,000. I'm mm. like, oh, okay. But then when I got a large audience on TikTok, it kind of gave me that confidence. And I was mm -hmm. like, I think I'm going to do it. Like a lot of people like the outfits I wear. And I have always known I want to do something with fashion. Yeah. And so it just felt right. But I didn't know. It's like one of those things. I don't know if other people are like this, but it's like, yeah, I'm going to do this one day. Yeah. But you don't know when that one day is. Yeah. And you're like, well, one day, you know, one day. And then, yeah, when quarantine hit, I just, I think I started to get pieces from this vendor and was like, okay, let me just get samples. And like, if it doesn't work out, I'll just add it to my closet and it's fine. And then I started to really like it. And I was like, I think I'm going to do this. I was telling yeah. my boyfriend because I had just moved here. So I moved here exactly a year ago. What's today? The oh. 15th. I moved here on the 18th. Oh, no way. Yeah. And so, and I was like, I'm going to start this. Like, Where were you I, living before? I was still living with my parents. Oh, okay. In California, the Bay Area. Oh, okay. And my boyfriend had family out here. And... It just made sense. He was paying so much in rent in the Bay Area. Yeah, it's so expensive. And for, to just work at home, you know? Yeah, and so yeah. He decided he was going to work, work remote just from Utah for a little bit. And um, so he did that. And it just, yeah, we just decided to make the move out here. And that's when I was like, I think I want to start this. Like, yeah. would this, and if I just start it really small 
it wouldn't, you know, I've got a ton of money saved up. Let yeah. me just see if I can put a little bit. I'm not going to put pour like everything into this. Totally. And so I did. I think I, I, my first drop, I was like, I, there was 10, maybe 15 pieces but I got smaller amounts of inventory in them. And I was like, Smart. there was certain pieces where I did get a larger amount, but I was like, I'm just going to see how this goes, you know? And so that's exactly what I did. I just started really small and was like, maybe I'll just like, it was, it was just a, the way for me to feel comfortable doing it. Cause it just sounds like a lot, Yeah, you know? And so I was like, I'll just order these pieces of clothes. Okay. Let me see how I would get you know like my website would I go through Shopify okay Shopify is actually really easy and you know you're just mm -hmm. creating it like oh okay I paid the $12 for my you know user or domain and yeah I have a free trial so let's see how that goes and it was just these little tiny steps that made me feel comfortable to start. And then once I just launched, I was like, okay, I'm fully in it. Let's yeah. like run now. <laughs> that is so smart that you did that though. Cause I think like that's where a lot of people get tripped up is like wanting to get too big, too fast. Yeah. And it's literally a matter of getting, get a size run, get just two size runs. Yeah. Like there's no need to just ball out on something that's so unsure at that time that hasn't yeah. even launched. Like obviously you want to have like put your best foot forward. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. But I think that, you had the right mindset, right? Like, yeah. I'm not going to pour everything into this yeah. yet. Let's see how this goes. And then from there, it's like it's like with TikTok, right? Mm -hmm. How you were saying, like, I tried things out. I put things out there and I saw what was working. And I did more of that. Yeah, and so, exactly. Yeah, when you're launching, there's no need to go so balls to the wall. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's so smart. Yeah, and it, it's fun and you, it's a learning experience because I think I would just watch YouTube like for hours and like, how do you do this? Like, yeah. how do you make your website? Okay, which vendors do you go through? And you know, all of these things and you'll still get pieces from vendors and you're like, this sucks, this yeah. quality, I can't sell this. Yeah. And it's just all a learning curve. And then you're like, oh, this vendor ships really fast too. Mm. And it's like amazing quality. And so I'm gonna stick with that. And, and you kind of just learn, you, no yeah. one, you can YouTube all day, but you're going to make your own mistakes. And even you, like anybody listening, it, I can tell you all of my mistakes. Yeah. But at the end of the day, and you can avoid those. Yeah. But you can't avoid the ones you're going you're to make. You're still going to make them. And yes. it's important. You're still going to make mistakes. Yeah, it's important because totally. that is going to help your business individually, you know? Oh my gosh, Yes. Yeah, I love that so much. And I think like a big theme of this podcast is let's share the failures and the mistakes that we make so you can avoid them. But I think that's such a good point of like, yeah, you're going to make your own mistakes still. Yeah. Like, so don't be don't be discouraged because yes. I think that's what I was like, dang it. I made this mistake. And I'm like, but I learned so much from it. Oh, totally. And that's like, literally, I feel like that's what business is. Like business is. is one big game of like trial and error. It is. See what totally. works. And like, you're going to mess up. You're not yeah. going to get it exactly right every time. No one is. Yeah. Like even like the most qualified, the best of the best out there, they're making educated guesses. And so it's like, I mean, don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think that is just a huge part of it is keeping just same as like you know if you're an influencer and making content don't get easily discouraged yes. you know the easily discouraged get wiped away 
mm-hmm. you know, and you've, you get too discouraged and then you just don't make content. It's the same with this business. It's like, don't get easily discouraged. Just keep in mind, you're like, these are my goals. This, I'm going to make it. I'm going to reach this point. Everything's going to work out. Yes. And even though there are some days, like in months, where I was like, okay, this has gotten a lot slower. Like, what do I do next? Yeah. You know? And then that's when I think after that and having that conversation with myself, I'm like, okay, it's slower. Um, I think I want to collaborate with an influencer and have them have their own collection. And that's when Carson's collection was born. And that was, I believe, we launched that end of May. And then Rachel posted in beginning of June and ever since mm-hmm. then it's just been a roller coaster so those those valleys and those hard moments of like this is not going the way I thought this is going much yeah. slower um you know after the great success of like launching and everybody's yeah. happy for you but no one tells you about that um and that's only because I you know had a good audience base and they were so nice to support me and not everybody has that and I totally realize that Mm -hmm. and so even when you do launch it's like okay now what there's no sales coming in you know you just have to have honest conversations with yourself and give yourself grace and be like I'm still amazing yeah and I'm not a failure and it's just about adjusting and that's exactly what I did I was like this is a lot slower than it once was I feel like I, me being the only influencer for it is not enough anymore. And yeah. so what am I going to do? Yeah, no. And I, I, I'm so glad you bring that up because I think a lot of business owners go through that. Like it's like the high of the launch and then like reality sets in. Yeah. And it's like, it's a very lonely, like scary feeling of being like, what did I just do? Like, yeah. where do we go from here? And I think like, let's normalize that, you know, yeah. like, so, I mean, some people launch and they just explode and that's so cool yeah but that's so rare yeah and so yes you can have this stellar launch but it's okay to take a little bit of a dip and don't yeah don't get discouraged don't get hard on yourself because i feel like everyone goes through that yeah and like business it's like that there's like a a meme or something where it's like a roller literally like a roller coaster of entrepreneurship and like that's how businesses are like it is you'll have your winning seasons and you're gonna have losing seasons you're not gonna be like full-blown trajectory straight up like yeah even though we want to be yeah and like maybe you know it's it's a slow grow but you might dip a little and you might dip a little you might dip a little but it's natural so i'm glad you brought that up because like a lot of people don't talk about that yeah no success doesn't always look or feel successful you know and it's it's such a long-term thing you got to look bigger picture what and different strategies you can't just um you can't just decide okay i'm gonna get big and and just think that i mean that's great that's good positive thinking that's like okay so how like work yourself back from that Mm -hmm. now so if you want to make a million dollars where did it come from yeah you know yeah it came from like your clothes did it come from an influencer mm-hmm. multiple influencers some ads included in that you know it's like work your way back from that and see you know it can help you get a bigger picture and you can start knowing which avenues you want to go down 
and it's not going to always look so successful. It's yeah. going to be a lot of hard work and a, you know, I mean, I'm at this point too where I'm like so happy with where the business is at and it's starting to grow a lot more and we're going to be working with a lot of bigger influencers in the next couple of months and have that all planned out and it's so exciting. Cool. And so like I'm just anticipating that growth and excitement, but at the same time I'm working shop Jace is out of my apartment. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so, and the growing pains is real because I'm like, okay, do I get a warehouse right now? Or, you know, what kind of space do I need? Because it's it's hard, you know, mm-hmm. it's like when everything's out of my own closet, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, I'm like it's hard to keep things. I'm a very organized person. And so it kind of drives me insane. I'm like, Oh, now all these boxes are stacked and I yes. like, I have the labels on them, but it's not like the most efficient it could be. Yeah. And that annoys me. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? I'll do this for 10 years. If it, it just means like, you know, if I have to totally. So I love it. Well, and I love how strategic you are. You're like, I'm an, I'm organized. I got a plan. Like, yeah. like yes, goals. And I, the thing <laughs> is, I was not that person Yeah. before. It's when you hit rock bottom. Oh my gosh, yes. You, I mean, I was just go with the flow and in college and everything. I'm like, what will be, will be. Yes. And I'm still very much that person. And I think whatever happens is for a reason. And... But at the same time, there's no harm in having a strategy and a plan because that's what, you know, having those goals helps me get up in bed and and I'm just happy. I'm happier. I have a plan for the day. Whereas like as an influencer, you're like, okay, I'll shoot these outfits and like there's that plan. But then what else? You know, it's like you have a lot of time and you have to learn to be disciplined with it because you're like, if you don't want to be, um, if you don't want to be complacent with where you're at, you know, cause I could be like that, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'm making this money. I'm good. But, and I think to some degree there's, um, it's good to be content in the everyday, totally. yeah. but you don't want to be complacent. You want, I want bigger goals. I want to do so much more than even just run this business. Like I want to write books. I want to, you know, do these bigger things yeah. and make other businesses. And this is all just a learning experience. This is a step. Yes. And, but I love it. I enjoy love, the moment, yeah. but like be excited for the future. Yeah. Like I think life is so short. I just want to do, there's not just one thing I can love to do. Yeah. And I want to experience this life like to the fullest. Yes. And I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I love too, like when you, you brought up like how you weren't organized before and yeah. you weren't structured before and it took hitting rock bottom. Cause yeah. I relate to that so much. Like I always <laughs> like, I'm now a very organized person. I am a strategic person. Like yeah. I took like my, this like personality test and it says I, I'm like more of a logical critical thinker now over oh, a feeler. Really? And I'm like, that was You're never like, the case. <laughs> yes. My room was a mess all the time. Yeah. I was literally doing the most, I don't know. I was all over the place all growing up and it literally took hitting rock bottom to be like, Oh, I need better habits yeah. to make like to automate certain like boring parts of my life so yeah. that I can enjoy yeah. like life to the fullest like you're saying and I can have like sometimes I, I I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast but I read this quote where it was like 
taking the easy way out is actually harder in the long run. It is. So like if you do, like if you organize things now, you strategize now, it's going to be so much, your future is so much easier, even though it feels like, oh, I don't want to do that right now. I just want to like see how things go. It's like in the long run, it's actually so much easier. Your life will be easier. easier. Your life's happier. Because I think what I used to think was, oh, these people are so boring and they have Mm -hmm. these, you know, their schedules and they just don't have fun. And, and I'm like, actually, no, they, it, there's so much happiness in like getting like 1% better every day. Yes. And, and that's like also the difference between gold medalists and somebody that, I mean, with the Olympics, just swimming, they are all so close right there. They're all centimeters, millimeters. centimeters. And it's just like, it's that 1% better of like, oh, they practice more of jumping off that block. Yes. And that could make the difference of them winning a gold medal. Totally. And changing their life. And so it's like, I, there's just so much good things that come from good habits and a lot of happiness that lives there you know yes it's not like you're you're not, you're like you're a prisoner to them no it's almost it like sets you more free it does and like having those healthy like routines or habits it's like it just makes like the mundane like a no-brainer so yeah. that when you can when you're in a situation where you want to be enjoy like you're enjoying yourself more like it that's like where you can be really present instead yeah. of being like, Oh, like I have to do this thing. Like I've been meaning to do this thing, but I yeah. haven't done it. It's like totally. make that a habit already. And it's already done. You don't so even have to, have to think twice about it. So, so true. That's yeah. Wise words. Yes. <laughs> I love that you brought that up. Well, okay. Let's talk about your influencer marketing. Like I said, yeah. that's how I found you. Yeah. And it's so, I'm so happy you're here. And yeah. Let's talk about like, how do you know Rachel Kirkconnell? Like what is your, your influencer strategy? Like what, how was it when it started? How is it now? And how did you get Rachel Kirkconnell? So I, I did not know Rachel before. Really? Um, okay. No, I, I hadn't been, I normally am an avid bachelor and bachelor at yes, watcher, same. but, uh, I don't think I watched much of Claire season cause I was actually starting my business. So oh, I was yeah. like, She's I, busy. yeah, I'm busy. I don't have time. <laughs> um, but then I started, um, watching Tasha's season and I think Matt James was on Claire's season and then he became the bachelor. Well, I get, I think he was supposed to be on Claire's season. Oh, he wasn't at all. Yeah. Cause he was supposed to be on it. And then he was friends with Tyler, Cameron. Tyler oh. Cameron, which I actually didn't watch Hannah Brown season, which is yeah. weird. Everyone's like, that was the best one. So maybe I'll go binge it, but <laughs> they were like best friends. And so Matt was going to be on Claire's season. And then for whatever reason, they're like, Hey, come be our, our bachelor instead. So that, yeah, very weird. Anyway. So I didn't know that then because I, I didn't watch Claire season, but I heard, yeah, he was supposed to be on there. Mm -hmm. He was friends with Tyler Cameron and I loved Tyler. I thought he was so personable. Oh yeah. I was like, I mean, who doesn't love Tyler? I didn't even watch the season and I am like, yeah, hypnotized. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Um, and so I was watching Matt's season because I love The Bachelor 
more than the bachelorette a little bit i do too right it's more dramatic it's which more dramatic i'm like a girl's girl but like for some i just i don't know and matt's <laughs> season was something else oh my well that was when i didn't like the drama they, yeah like, i they went like a little bit too far yes they were all bullies they yeah. were so mean yeah anyway and so of course like within the first you know three to four episodes you already have your favorite so totally my favorites were rachel yes and that's it no rachel only rachel no there was so like serena there were so many really cute girls and i was like i'm obsessed with them like you can just Mm -hmm. you know you just like you get invested in these people you've never met and because it was so early on um i decided to dm her off my personal account smart girl and i think at that time she may have only had one or two thousand followers no way yeah yeah because it i think it i it was i started messaging people after the first or second episode because then you yeah you that is so you smart just, you just pick your favorites and then um i messaged a few of them rachel was the only one to respond really yeah and so um that's how I got in contact with Rachel. Fast forward a few months later, um, because I, I don't even know. That was in the winter when The Bachelor was airing. Yes. And so now it's like summertime. It's May. That's when I was kind of like contemplating, what do I do? You know, and I I had sent things to a few of my friend influencers, and that was great. But I was like, I just need something. I want more of a strategy and ju- mm-hmm. instead of just sending to my friends, which is still great and I love them and they were super, you know, supportive and it, it definitely helped me in my business. Um, but I was like, okay, I'm gonna send, I'm gonna get Carson. Carson was like the it girl. She was like blowing up on Pinterest. She was gaining thousands of followers every day. And I messaged her and I was like, can I just get on a phone call with you to try it? Let's try and make a collection together. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'd have a, I'd have a conversation with you. And I was like, okay, great. I'm in the door. And yes. I like meditated before. And I was like, please, like if this is, if this is the person that's like supposed to do it, she'll do it. Yeah. You know? And I was just like at peace with that. And I was like, and I just want her to feel comfortable and just feel who I truly am. Because yeah. I think there's some people obviously in the influencer industry or you know like people who have a business it's all business and there's no personality behind yes. it and you just feel used yeah and i was like i that's because i have felt that way as an influencer you know mm-hmm. they just want this from me and then they toss me to the side totally and so i my i really wanted to make my intentions clear and so we were able to come to an agreement on like an amount and we were able to get her as an influencer and I was like amazing so we were working on it and we shot the content in Malibu and it was it was was so fun and it was great sales we launched her collection it did great I there was this blue top that I was obsessed with and it was like this you know knit material and it was just what was really trendy and I was like, I'm going to send this to Rachel. Yeah. And just like with no expectations, yeah. just, I'm just going to send this to Rachel. So I send it to her. And at this time, um, the bachelor had been over for a while. Her and Matt were now together and, um, and she was just thriving on Instagram and she was really cute, you know, just posting her outfits, posting, you know, her brunch or, you know, whatever. And also being a resource yeah. because I think that's, 
I think a lot happened with her and um and that whole situation but I think she came out of it so much better and such a resource for people and I really really appreciated that about her totally and um and so I that made me feel so much more comfortable to send her stuff and I was like she's doing good you know yeah and so I sent it to her no expectations Carson's collection launched it was great and a few days later um so I have an intern I had a few interns and one of them has just become one of my best friends Jordan Taylor and um so she was she's on the shop jace instagram account as well oh okay and um so i i was out going grocery shopping and then i come home doing you know putting away the groceries it's a process yes 100 percent. and she texted me and was like rachel posted Mm. and your the followers are blowing up no way because she saw it first and i was like what and i just literally sobbed on my floor oh my god I had to I excused myself to my daughter's room because I didn't want to scare her yeah because I was just so was, overwhelmed with emotion yes. and it, it's like as if something devastating happened like that was they how don't know em- what's happening yeah, yeah for sure that's how emotional I was and to see what she did and the numbers that it created and converted I was like this is incredible and then from that there we had other people reach out and other bigger influencers and I was like oh my gosh okay this is like the biggest blessing like thank you thank you thank you like I couldn't I called my mom sobbing I called my boyfriend I called Jordan who was the one who texted me and it was just like a huge day and like I that's when I was like it is so important to be intentional and to not discredit you know your feelings or the ideas you have that seem a little bit silly because at first when I was messaging her and a lot of the other girls because a lot of the other girls didn't respond I'm like oh is this like a waste of their time and my time yeah yeah but in reality that was like the biggest move that I made and um and now it's like now now that I've made that move it's about making way more moves you know it's like okay I'm not just gonna just like have that be that it's like exactly with tiktok it's like something worked let's run with it and so we're working with rachel again and we have this new dress that's come out so cute and we're working with other bigger influencers and i'm just like so excited and yeah it all came from just like that one little thought one night when i was watching the bachelor that's so smart and I, i love that you you had the strategy of like night, like after night one or two, yeah. that's when you message them instead yeah. of like right before they were, or right after they were already big, right? Yeah. Because you can get lost in those. I still think shoot your shot. Don't no, wrong, yeah. Always shoot your shot. Yeah. But yeah, no, the, the chances are way greater. It's a numbers game again. It's a numbers game. <laughs> it is. And I think too, like, I think, um, oh my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, oh okay i remember i think too like it you you messaged her then yeah and then you ended up sending her something later like it wasn't this immediate response like it wasn't like an immediate i guess 
like reward yeah it was a slow burn right you were nurturing you started by nurturing like making the the outreach nurturing the relationship sending her something yeah and then boom she posts about it yeah like i think a lot of the time we expect that like immediate result and like since you didn't get like you know the first post the first time that you taught like yeah you messaged her like that doesn't mean it's not gonna work like no and yeah there it was months in the making yeah yeah it wasn't like okay i got her number like that or you know shipping address and like this these are the pieces she wants and it's all going to work out within this week and i'm going to send it to her and she's going to post that was like not what happened at all it was yeah months in the making because obviously all of that stuff had gone down and um and so i you know i kind of watched how things played out and and now it's just it, it is what it is and it's incredible and you do have to be patient and I wasn't discouraged you yeah. know and I I kept having that faith I'm like if it's not this way it's going to be another way and, yeah. but let me keep trying these different things and we'll see what what hits and what sticks yeah well and I love to like you you were meditating before for Carson right yeah. and you're like if this is the right person for this collaboration, like yeah. she'll, she's going to do it. Yeah. And I think, you know, whereas yes, there's so much strategy and like the yeah. numbers, the logic behind things. There's also like a certain energy of like, you want what's right for you. A million percent. Cause you do have to slow down to mm-hmm. see things in, you know, in a bigger perspective. And I remember meditating again when I was picking products and I, cause obviously I want it to be things that I love but also that, you know, everybody loves and it's going to fit every body type. I think of every person, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm very petite. I'm five, two and just very tiny. And I want clothes to fit me. Yes. And, you know, someone completely different from me is going to want that same thing, especially Mm -hmm. people who love clothes, you know, and Mm -hmm. they, they express themselves through fashion, which is what I feel like I do. And And so I, having that and having those feelings about that and being more intentional and meditating when I, even when I product pick and when I saw the dress that you mentioned at the very beginning, Mm -hmm. the knit, it's called the Oh My Daisy Midi. Um, when I saw it, I knew that was the next dress. And again, at this point, everything was a risk. So because I wasn't working um with Rachel I just sent sent her those things yeah with you know no expectation again mm-hmm. so I bought a lot of those dresses and that's the one time where I'm like okay because I I'm still buying a little bit bigger than when I started but I'm not by any means so when she wore the blue top the sales went crazy and I only had like 15 tops yeah and everybody's wanting it. And I think it was funny because I told Carson that, so that was on her, in her collection. And um, I told her if things would sell out that I would put them on pre-order and I'd buy more. And so the, that top was already on pre-order. Amazing. When, and so people were buying it when I didn't have it mm-hmm. yet. But I think because I had found out an hour later and in that hour we made so many sales. So I wouldn't wow. have made those yeah. if it wasn't on the pre-order. And, and luckily I got the tops in 
like I think a week later, sent them all out. And so it was kind of crazy how that all happened. But then that was a learning experience. And then I took it with the Oh My Daisy mini dress. Because then she also commented on, I think, my personal post on my personal Instagram, not on Shop Jason's Instagram when I was wearing the dress. Mm. And because I loved the picture of it. I was like, I'm obsessed with this dress. And because it's unique, you know, and I hadn't seen it anywhere else. And I was like, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a lot of these and I'm going to send it to Rachel and I'm going to see what happens. Yes. And then she sold that out. Oh, and yes. then I'm like, okay, let me put it on pre-order. Yep. <laughs> and then, and you know, and it all has worked out and it's crazy, but it, yeah, these learning experiences have helped me and it's now working with her it's like, okay, now I know what to expect. Now I know when she's going to post. Mm-hmm. And now we can, you know, it's more of now it's a business strategy. Whereas before it was, this shot is kind of dark. shot yeah. in the dark. Totally. When I think too, like sending it to her and not having that like anxious energy of like, please post, please yeah. do these things. Like, or like bugging her like crazy or like, cause I feel like a lot of people, I've had a lot of companies. I used to do a little bit of the whole influencer world stuff and I just remember the companies that were like, that just would send me stuff. Yeah. And it was a natural fit. And I wanted to just naturally post about it. And it did better than the the ones that were like, so where's your post? Hello, it's us again. Excuse me. Hello. And it's like, yeah, there's just a different, I don't know there. And maybe it sounds woo, but like, I just feel like your intentions behind things, like people can feel it. People can totally feel it. And that's what I took away again from when I was an influencer. And I think that influencer background has really, really helped me in influencer marketing with my business and just having, you know, the way we pick influencers is something that again it's very natural it flows with the content they're making because yeah i mean if i were to post an ad with a vacuum today the engagement on it's gonna suck yeah you know what i mean what they your followers come for it's not and so it's like okay so knowing that and not just like okay now we need to get a style influencer because then there's a lot of different styles you know Mm -hmm. and but Rachel was such a good fit, like a glove, you know, she fit like a glove with our brand and, you know, with what we were doing. And, and so, and now we're able to find other influencers like that, that just fit so right. Yes. It's all about aligning. Yeah. Like what your vibe is with the, not only who you are, but your company with the influencers, you don't want it to like your content they make for you to stick out like a sore thumb. Totally. And like, you probably wouldn't be working with them if their content was doing stuff like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's this whole cycle of like, and this goes for influencers and business owners, like stay true to who you are and work with people that fit that vibe. Like don't force something because maybe they have a lot of followers or like whatever. It's just like, Go with what actually makes the most sense and is a good fit for everyone. So true. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. I have two more questions. Okay. These are questions I ask everyone. Okay. So the first is what has been the best or I guess your current best business advice and why? I think the best business advice would be to just go ahead and jump into it, but also know that you know, your love for something, it, 
it won't be enough. You have mm-hmm. to want it. There has to be a bigger picture and a bigger reason why you're doing it because yes, I love clothes. And now the, you know, the, my intention has shifted. Like I want it to, I want people to feel something, you know, when they're wearing our clothes, I want them to feel beautiful. And it's just a bigger thing. And realizing now that there's a lot of business that goes into a fashion brand other than fashion. Yeah. And, and that's okay. But just to know that, you know, that's, I think I was telling you before we started the podcast that it's 5% of the clothes, 95 of marketing and the business and the budget. And so just to have that in mind, but to still love what you do. Yeah, totally. You got to have a passion for it, but like, you've got to look further and like your, when your passion runs out, you've got to be rolling on something else, you know, like exactly, (laughs) exactly. So true. Yeah. So that's my advice. That is such good advice. I feel like I need that. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this is the last question. Tends to be the hardest. Okay. If you could only have one sauce for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Sauce. Oh, that is a hard question. I know. I mean, McDonald's sweet and sour is really good for chicken nuggets. Yeah, okay. But also... I don't eat chicken nuggets as much as I used to. That mm. would be my favorite. So I think I'm going to go with barbecue. Barbecue, you can't go you wrong. You can't go wrong. That sounds so good. Like barbecue chicken? Yeah. Woof. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Great answer. Well, thank you so much again for joining me of today. Course, thank you. This was so good. And you're so easy to talk to. And like, you're just so wise. I think everything you had to say oh, is just, it's so good. So thank you. No, thank you. No, I really appreciated talking to you. And again, yeah, it flowed really well. And I love sharing these things. If it can help like one person, I'd be happy. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's like all I care about with the podcast. Like, yeah. If it helps one person, if it helps cool. one person. <laughs> yes. I'll be happy. Yes. Well, if anyone's wanting to find you on TikTok or Instagram or I guess anywhere, where can they find you? So they can find me at Jacqueline Woodwell, J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. On both Instagram and TikTok, but also at shopjace underscore. Beautiful. And I'll have that all tagged in the show notes. So thank you again. And I'm sure we'll talk soon. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.